Howdy, y'all. It's Twyla Twain. We're si- I'm sitting here with Cassie Wilson today in Nashville, and I want to welcome y'all to our Sweethearts and Badasses of Americana and Beyond interview series. You just heard Do You Have Me from the dynamic new single from Miss Cassie. Now, she's in a duo called Gold Pine, and they just had this brand new release, what's well, released September 8th. Fabulous album called Two. After Do You Have Me, you heard I Still Miss Someone, one of my favorite songs anyway, and I love the way they did that. I want to put that in that. That's from their first album called One. Makes it pretty easy. And then uh, we close. You just heard My Favorite Parts of You from Two again. And I want to welcome Miss Cassie today. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> I am so, so honored and pleased to have you here very grateful for your time because i know it's kind of a busy week ain't it it is it's a busy fun busy week and i am grateful to be here with you so thank you for making time for me too sure. cool works out great so the album too you just it was just released not just a couple weeks ago yeah. right how does it feel to have that out in the world now it feels good. That's our our second album as Gold Pine, and it's nice to have your art finally out there. We're trying to put out an album a year, which is so crazy, but that's what Ben wants to do, and I'm like, okay. Um, so I feel like it, it's not like we've been waiting. Like it's we you know got it done and get it out. So it's 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 nice to have it out there, and it's fun to be playing these songs now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how how do you feel they're being received? The songs, the album in general, what kind of reception are you getting? Well, I think it's it seems to be um, going pretty good, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, like in the live shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's only been two weeks, but I do I feel like it's going good, and people gravitate to they have the same favorites as you. So <laughs> you have, you got good you got good style pickings. Thank you, thank you. Well, and it's universal sometimes. You know, you kind of know you've hit a, not a nerve, a good nerve, a happy nerve when people, more than one person resonates with the same song. You know, that when the, the version of I Still Miss Someone to me, as I mentioned earlier, is, is, it's a mournful song and sometimes it's done in a little more up tempo and yours is so beautiful. I think it truly reflects the sentiment of the song, in my opinion. Um, but there also seems to be a little different sound. So how would you describe the evolution from your first debut album, One, to this second one, Two? <sighs> That's a good question. I feel like we are evolving, you know, musically. And it really just has to do with the song, you know. It's it's not like we set out to have a, a certain sound or mm-hmm. to sound it, just whatever happens with the song. is It just kind of naturally comes out that way um as far as i still miss someone my husband ben came up with that arrangement i love that arrangement too and he's always loved that song and it's the only you know cover that we have on the album on either album but it's just a good song i mean all of johnny cash's songs but there's just something about that and the way that he says i still miss someone but he never says who and i just oh i just i don't know it's it's a great song, and I love Ben's arrangement. He did a good job. It was well well done. I agree. 
so it wasn't necessarily an intentional shift. It's just you just what you're writing, you just put out. Yeah, you know, it's our writing is so close to the heart, and Mm -hmm. we write about we try to just be as transparent as we can be and honest with our lyrics about what we're going through personally, if that's you know with your family or with death. Um, or with love, with everything, as we're growing about, just, we always want to just put out what we're going through, you know, and I, we just try to be as transparent as possible. Well, I did play one of my favorite songs on here, it was so touching, uh, my favorite parts of you, is just the lyrics, I, I think everyone can put themselves in some sort of that situation, it's just so beautiful. Could you tell us about the genesis of that song? Yeah. This is my favorite song that we've ever written. And that's because it's about my mama. My mom was sick for about three years and she was such a fighter. She fought all the way to the end. She was short, she was sassy, and she could cook like no other. And um, one of the last times she was in the hospital, we went and we wrote this song for her. And I just wanted to Music is so important to me. I wanted to speak to her through my my words of music and through song. And uh, I wanted to honor her. And she absolutely loved this song. We went back up to the hospital and played it for her. And uh, I feel like this song has had so much favor. And I'm grateful for that and connectivity to people. You know, she was my best friend. She was my biggest cheerleader and I miss her like crazy it's two it's been two years now but that song will live on forever yeah and I mean I see her every time I look in the mirror I look just I'm just I'm turning into her more every day some (laughs) things I'm not so proud of but I'm just kidding but I truly do get the best the best parts of me or all the best parts of me were my favorite parts of her Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. And um, that that is especially meaningful when someone that near and dear to you can stay alive and perpetuate, perpetuate's word, you know, perpetuality forever. Yeah. Because it's in, it's in, not only in your heart, but out in the world as as a song. Even when I'm gone. Yeah. Her song. Beyond you. Yes. Yes, Very well. Well done. Thank you. Cool. It definitely is reflected. I can tell it's a nice segue right into the depth of the songwriting. Um, what what caught my attention was it, it felt like very much uh, like on a time, not a timeline, but the passing of time, the the kind of landmarks in your life, like the state sale, beautiful song, you know, about the cleaning out of it's just oh, so man, painful that song, and hard, yeah. right and and from the past and even your and to the future so the the your fan's name gold pine gold right? pine right yeah. gold pine yeah. mm-hmm. you're from alabama. i'm from alabama so tell us about i know the story but i want everybody yeah. to hear it so we used to be called my one and only and uh we decided to rebrand and that we thought our name just didn't match our music you know, it came across as no depth and kind of like this sweet cookie cutter kind of, we just, we thought it was time for a change. Mm-hmm. So we 
you know, coming up with a band name is so hard and it's forever. Well, usually, unless you're us and you change your band name. But um, I grew up in Alabama and I lived on Pines Road. So that's kind of like to our past or my past. Mm -hmm. And then gold is the lasting element that even when it goes through fire and all these things, it gets better. And uh, it can just withstand a lot, and so we kind of thought that's our that's our that's the future. So we just wanted to make up our own word. So gold pine. Gold pine. And let me tell you, people have they struggle with it. You know, I, I always because they think, and especially sometimes they think I'm saying gold mine. This is because my act, yeah, because you just think gold mine. And so on stage, I always joke and I say. So we're gold pine. I say, not gold mine, not John Prine, but gold pine. <laughs> and everybody always laughs. But uh-huh. anyways, uh, I think a lot of times, too, the autocorrect naturally changes the spelling of it. And so it gets misprinted a lot. Oh, no. <laughs> so people, make it clear. Anybody who's listening, writing, or knows, it's gold pine. That's right. Gold pine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get it straight. <laughs> So the, the, the songwriting, um, obviously, you just you really pretty much said it. It's, it's a reflection of exactly what you're going through. Not all the time, but a lot of the times, yeah. Okay. And for me personally, that's when I want to write. Unfortunately, I want to write. It's like therapy, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, when I'm dealing with different things, that's usually when I want to write and it's not usually like the happy stuff, you know, but Ben is much more disciplined and he writes all the time and he, he, he he's so much better at it than me. He's so good. Um, but I usually, when I'm sad or going through something really hard is when I write. So like my favorite parts of you, um, you know, is about my mom and we lost her two years ago and a state cell. I remember a state cell. I actually wrote pretty much that song by myself. I was walking down the street on our on our street and here in Nashville and Miss Betty uh, was standing outside and she always walked her little weenie dog and he had got off the chain and he ran to the fence to the road and I grabbed him and she was like thanking us and then she said you know um, my husband just passed away and she goes I kind of feel brain dead and I was like of, of course so she invited us in and we sat on her couch and she told us stories about her and Slugger because that was his nickname and they were together for like 70 years so just spending that time with her was beautiful and then not much longer I came down the road again and they were having an estate sale and I came inside and I was like where's Miss Betty and they said you know she had to go into a nursing home and so as I was walking, th- I love estate sales. I always say, like, I can, people who, when I die, I can't wait for people to go through all my stuff. <laughs> and I hope they find as much joy in it as I do when I go through people's stuff. But anyways, I walked through her house and I was just overcome with emotions. And I went home and I just basically wrote that song. And I was just thinking the main thing that I, that I, the hook, the idea that got me was, Literally, everything she had worked her entire life for was sold in two days. Oh, God, you know? Anyway, so all that to say is that's when I, when I, that's what I want to write about. Mm -hmm. I usually write about stuff that's, I'm going through. 
So you do co-writes with Ben, though? Yep, yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I don't play guitar. I literally will just hear melodies in my head. Not voices in my head, guys, <laughs> but melodies. And, um, yeah, so I just, Ben and I, we, we write everything together usually. But on this album, he has started writing some stuff by himself. I don't know. When my mom passed, I just didn't feel like writing for a while. So I'm just now starting to get back in it. And so a lot of times he's just writing on his own. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, the co-writing and, and a lot of time together, mm-hmm. you're you professionally are bound. Yeah. You're spouses yep. of one another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So there has to, I'm sure there's rewards. What are the rewards and what are the challenges? So we've been married 14 years. We've been together 16 and a half years. And we travel all over in our converted van that had been converted into a tiny home. So you can literally touch each side with your arms. <laughs> um, so we, and we, you know, this year we're going to have played over 200 shows. Oh so we spent a lot of time in that van together and it's tiny. But I will say, it's awesome. It It is, he's my best friend. He is my partner in, in, in everything. And we do everything together. And I know that it, it, I, sometimes people say, I don't know how you work with your husband and you spend all that time. And I'm like, I don't know that I could do it without him. And so I, now I'm not just saying it's all, you know, daisies and roses all the mm-hmm. time. Um, but we have a really good system and we are a good partnership and I don't know, we truly enjoy each other. Um, but as far as like, you know, our routine, so our van has everything but a shower. So every day we're at Planet Fitness and that's kind of like our alone time. Uh So, you know, I go work out, he works out and then, you know, we will just, he's listening to podcasts and doing that. And so that's our time where we have like our alone time. So that, that is a big deal. So Uh thank you Planet Fitness because uh, (laughs) I'm glad that they're everywhere. So, you know, that's what we do. But you just learn to uh, just to make time because, you know, sometimes it's hard to cut off your business mind. So we have to be very intentional about making it um, still like having a date night on in the van on the road. But it is a big deal, (laughs) you know, and so we're very intentional with making sure that we not only um, grow our career and, you know, but grow our relationship Certainly. continually and balance that. Yeah. Figure out how much alone time and like if you need yeah. a little honey, I got to step out for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and so Ben, re- he recharges by being alone. Uh huh. And I literally could never be alone. And I, <laughs> I mean, I just I love being around people and I can be so tired. I'm about I think I'm just going to die. I'm so tired. But then if I get around people, I'm like, I'm alive. And it's just really <laughs> weird. And he's like. I'm going to have to go on a walk. He likes to take walks. Yeah. So that's where he recharges. Yeah. And we're all so different and you've got that system figured yeah, out. Yeah, you got to figure it out. So do you have a typical breakfast table conversation? Well, we don't have a table. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We have like, we, we each have our own little table in the van. It's cute. Um, a breakfast conversation. The thing, 
again, that's why I have to be so intentional because our conversations are together all the time, you know? (laughs) So if maybe we'll talk about maybe some new music that we've heard, um, we will share because we have Spotify and so we get like the release radar and Mm -hmm. we each have our own. And so maybe we'll be talking about new music that we've heard or share, but Ben's not much of a talker in the morning. I have to like wait before I can like be all crazy on him, you know, like, and so, um, he goes straight to the gym cause I wake up and I'm ready to talk and he wakes up and he's like, I need to eat my cereal. And I'm like, I'm waiting. I'm patiently waiting. Yeah, I yeah, I could I can relate to Ben just so you know. Yep, I'm yeah. a little more on that side, but yeah. it, we're all so different, and I'm, it, it sounds like you've really got it figured out. Um, you know, one thing that struck me was, uh, do you have me, I, woman? Your vocal, the the control. Uh, wow, depth. Thank you. Oh <laughs> um, Thank really, you so really much. impressed. Just power, control. All the things that you need, it sounds to me like you've had some serious vocal training. I have not. Get out. Uh, I mean. Get out. This is natural. Uh, yeah. I I just have always sang as a little girl. I, I took maybe a couple of vocal lessons with, like, we brought in Ron, uh, Ron Browning, and he's a, a vocal coach. We brought him into the studio with us to vocally produce and just to make sure that we were doing the best we could and not getting in our head and all that stuff. But as far as like training, no. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. I never. Thank you. It is truly a gift. Um, and, and I, I know where I get it and I'm grateful for the gift that he's given me. Um, and it's a muscle, you know, and we use it so much it stays worked out. And honestly, I'm, well, it doesn't matter how old I am now, but when I was 23, I developed two cysts in my left vocal cord and I had to have surgery um, at Vanderbilt. They did a great job, uh, but it's really, if you had known me, I, I was so young then, but if you had knew my voice before the surgery, I could even sing higher and like whistle tone kind of different things. Cause as a little girl, I just loved Whitney Houston, loved Mariah Carey. So I was always trying to mimic that, mm-hmm. that stuff. And then, um, I had the surgery and, and they said, you know, your voice is probably going to be different. And so I had to like relearn how to speak and relearn how to sing. And now it just sounds like I smoke cigarettes every day and I don't. And so <laughs> I like it. And I'm, I, I, I honestly can say I'm glad that happened because I love the grit and the character that I got mm-hmm. from the surgery from taking out those, but I take care of it now. I take care yeah, of it. Like you were yeah. warming up your little lips mm-hmm. for your, <laughs> I do some really annoying vocal, vocal exercises before I sing. <laughs> well, but it's still so pure. It, well, I guess I didn't hear you went before the surgery, but there's a purity. There's, you, there's grit when you get low, but you can belt and stay really it, oh, it, yeah. thank you. You're talented, gifted. Oh my lord! Thank you so much. Um, you know, I, I understand too that you're involved with a kind of a mean, well, very meaningful work with a cool foundation. You want to tell us about that? Yes. Um, we were touring in Boston, and we got an email from this organization called Sing Me a Story Foundation. 
And they, what they do is they work with children that are in hospitals or just going through a hard time. And they get these kids to write a story, anything they can imagine. And then they put it up on this website. And then they enlist songwriters to write and bring their story to life through song. So you're using like their language, their words, but you're just making it a song. And then they bring you into a studio and you record the song and then they send it to the kid. And it's this, it's amazing. And I, when we get contacted by them, Ben sifted through all the stories and he found 11 year old Liam from Florida. And he had a song about aliens and Ben was very intrigued by it. But it wasn't your normal alien. It wasn't um, the normal. The the humans were invading the alien planet. Mm-hmm. So it's called the human invasion. And so we we wrote that song, and uh, and then we all and we also got enlisted to write another one uh, recently for Elijah. And it was about Pokemon. And I tell you what, I didn't know nothing about Pokemon, but I think we're experts. You know now. He was very detailed. <laughs> So, yeah, and like literally all it costs you is your time. Like, so anybody, if anybody is out there and you can play the guitar and you like kids or maybe not your kids, but other people's kids, (laughs) you can write a song and make a kid's day and all it costs is your time. So sing me a story foundation. Wow. That's super cool. It is really cool. I'm just like thinking, what the heck would that kid would just be freaking out? Oh, yeah. With this last one, which just happened. Um, after we wrote it, they set up a Zoom and we performed it for him and his family through Zoom. And it was just, it was really cool. Yeah. Cause you got, then you got to see his. I got to see his reaction for the first time. Yeah. It was really sweet. It was good. <laughs> That's really cool. So anybody out there, right? You said mm-hmm. anyone. Anybody. Yeah. Name of foundation again? Sing me a story. Sing me a story. Kid writes a story. And they need support because of what they're going through. Yeah. And uh, yeah. you help lift them up. Yeah. And we get lifted up too. Yes. Those are some great stories they wrote. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> human invasion. The human invasion. <laughs> and Pokemon. <laughs> I never did. Anyway, I'm too old. <laughs> Didn't understand that. Anyway. I me either. Same. <laughs> um, is there anything else up on your horizon you're looking forward to? We're just going to be touring a lot. We came in town for for Americana Fest, and it's really nice to get to come home and go sleep in your own bed. I was like, finally, a festival, a conference in Nashville. Yes. Um, But something that's exciting, yeah, uh, we got an email, and honestly, we we thought it was fake. We were like, there's no way this can be real. But the Kansas City Chiefs reached out to us, and we are going to be singing the national anthem for their New Year's Eve game at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. Wow. So we're really wow. excited. And it's an honor, and we're honored. We love Kansas, and we love um, – we, we tour out there a lot, and so we're honored to be able to do that. Okay. Wow, that – It's going to be crazy. Cold, but cool. It's going to be so cold. <laughs> God. <laughs> You know, and they they got us jerseys made with our names on the back. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're they're it's gonna be pretty Did cool. Did you figure out like was it totally random? Was there no. connection? So this is the story. Everybody asked that. 
I, okay, so my one of my best friends here works for the Chamber of Commerce, and she was like, they were having um, their big yearly meeting, and she was like, can you sing, the, would, would you sing the national anthem for our meeting? And I was like, ooh, I don't like, it's too hard. Like, that song just is very hard. Okay. It's like, my goodness. And I was like, I don't know, I don't think so. And then, but she's that friend that you don't tell no. So I was like, yes, I will. So after we did it, I told Ben, I was like, we came up with our, uh, Ben came up with a version and he plays guitar and we harmonized through it. And I was like, that's pretty good. I was like, we should just make a video. He was like, okay. So we, in our living room, just set up our iPhone, made a little video, sent it in to a couple people, to the Nashville Sounds and to the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, then three months later is when we heard from them. And so I thought, is this really real? But that's what it was from. I just sent in a video of us seeing it in our living room. <laughs> mind blown. I'm mind blown. Yeah. I was like, really? Uh, they're like, just wanted to check our availability. I was like, um, yes. Yeah, we can. Yes, girl. We're available. <laughs> we can make that available. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be that a lot of super fun. Super cool. Yeah. I, if I recall right, and this is just popping in my head when you said that about, I, weren't you in Nebraska in July? Um, or is that an unfair question because you don't know I all over the place? I think so. Yeah. Yes. It was, I, know, I remember, because I was like, dang, I like them. I want to catch them. And there was a conflict. And I, and I yeah, it's, it's just now coming to me. So yeah. you know, not really, and I know it's kind of like out of the blue. Um, because I made me think of that, uh, do make sure. When you come around, if you're yeah. in Kansas, Missouri area, yeah. we're just... Me, I know, yeah. And especially for, like, I know we like to do in-studio performances. Yeah, we, we would love come that. Come on in um, or catch a show, maybe help promote. We'll just love to have you in the area. Yeah. Is that cool? I think we're, I feel like we're coming through in November. Okay. So I feel like we're playing in Lincoln. And I feel like we're playing. I can't, I don't remember where. Okay, we'll check that out yeah. and make, make sure folks know. And we would love that. That would be super cool. Get them out there. Alrighty, and what did we decide we're closing out with? I'm losing my brain. I'm thinking, thinking about love. Thinking about love. That's it. Thinking about love. You want to set that that song up for us? Yeah. So, thinking about love. This was an idea that Ben came up with, and um, this was mostly him writing this song, but. He was just talking about how the different ways that we use the word love, like, like I love food, but I love you. And it's just how the, that same word is for everything. Like, and it's just interesting. And so he was, he was saying as I'm, I'm telling his story, but he was saying like for him, he was self-reflecting and he was like, you know, Every time I say I love, like I love food because it makes me feel good, or I love this person because, and he said it's always like coming back to yourself. And so he said he wanted, he had this idea of like, what if we would love people um, for the benefit of the other person instead of ourselves. Yeah. And so on this album, that's kind of a thread we're we're exploring and. Um, the meanings of love and I think that's a really beautiful way to look at it you know and it really made me self reflect too and make me want to love better I want to be a better friend and a better wife and not be me 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 which is we're all guilty of it you know it's hard it's it's hard not to be selfish yes but uh we're all 
we're working on it. We're work in progress. So that's kind of what this song's about. It's a beautiful song. Also want to make sure folks know how to get a hold of you, like your socials and such. Any specific information you can share there? Sure. So it's goldpinemusic.com. And if you're on any of the streaming platform, I mean, social media platforms, it's goldpinemusic across. We're on Instagram, Facebook, all the things. So awesome. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. Make sure folks know how to reach out. Follow you along. All right, y'all. Here is Thinking About Love by Gold Pine. Thank you very much, Miss Cassie, for joining us. Yeah. And we'll see you down the road. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Thank you.